Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Christians in Our Soup, a weekly podcast by two of God's peculiar people, about God's peculiar people, for God's peculiar people, proving that life is simply not as black and white as some would have us believe, but that sometimes life gets real and doesn't fit into any boxes, no matter how hard we try. here we are again episode 65 Bramwell it's been a while since we've conversed about the uh, the Eden project it wasn't something we picked up on last week while we were interviewing Tyler um, so bring us up to date on that how's the Eden project going at the moment it's it's going from strength to strength it's been really really positive over the last couple of weeks we've got into a local lockdown here in Swansea uh, which has brought a different slightly different dynamic to what we're doing right um, but we've been able to create uh, what we've called isolation packs for people, particularly you know, families, um, where they're having to isolate because of having children off school. Yeah, those have been greatly received. Um, you know, we put various things here. We put uh, craft activities and puzzle book for some of the adults, and okay. maybe some bath, bath stuff as well. So yeah, that's wow. been. And then we put we put a little um, gospel book in there and a little bookmark that just says about uh, hoping in Jesus and uh, yeah that's that's been great so yeah it's been brilliant um, to be honest and then obviously we're still out in the streets and walking around the streets and we're going to up that this week uh, or from this week so we'll be going out on Tuesdays as we always do but we're also yeah. going to go out on a Friday morning as well so uh, yeah it's 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 going from strength to strength fantastic you are you mentioned that you go out on a Tuesday evening, but you're looking at going out on a Friday morning. Is there a big difference on the estate between morning and evening? So well, we've been going out. So basically what has developed is Tuesdays become our team day. So we go out Tuesday morning. Yeah. First of all, we're prayer walking and engaging. And it's been interesting the last few weeks. That's been really, really quiet. Yeah. Right up till sort of lunchtime. Okay. And then we're back out in the evening again with pretty much with the youth um, yeah. on a Tuesday evening and that's been great um, some really really good conversations and uh, and I say great conversations building relationships I think I should, I should say yes yeah. um, you know some of the things we get called they're interesting but that's life and that's <laughs> what we carry on with Indeed. Um, and I think that's that's the blessing for me and the team that we've got is that even when you get called those names I mean the Bible clearly says that uh, we shall be persecuted for various things, and I'm not saying that we're be we're being persecuted per se, but um, when you're getting called various names as you're out and you just sort of brush it off and carry on engaging in a conversation, yeah, they it builds a relationship with the young people that they just think, oh, okay, you're not reacting in the way I would expect you to react. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, so that's been great. And as I say, then what we've decided is uh, we're going to do a Friday morning as well. Just okay. Uh, for, for an extra thing I say an extra thing you know it just covers the area in more prayer yeah and particularly leading up to the fact that we've got uh, sort of a, a social action few days coming up at the end of October all being well if yep. uh, we don't have any more restrictions put on us which would Indeed. be doing you know garden clearing and that sort of thing yeah um, we're hoping to do a garden renovation or two with with message whales so yeah so this will just be covering more and more as we lead up to to those few days um at the end of october sure sure yeah now you, you've mentioned about going out and, and building relationships with the youngsters i'm intrigued to know and obviously i appreciate their are i'm not telling you what uh, they call me <laughs> No, I can imagine. Um, But I I have wondered over the last couple of weeks since we've talked a bit about the project, um, whether or not you've had any more relationship building opportunities with the young lad who was going to come and watch you writing the Bible through the church windows. Oh, do you know what? Um, Simple answer is no. 
Okay. As in directly with him. Right. Um, but with his sister. Oh, wow. We have. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he he used to come on the bus. I said before that we used to run the, the message bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he used to come on the bus and his sister used to, his older sister used to hang around outside. Um, but, um, yeah, we've been able to sort of build more relationship with her. Okay. Um, and so that's been interesting. Yeah. And she's very, very receptive. Okay. To the work that we're doing. So, yeah, that's been interesting. But on the same night, what was funny is that there was a young lad um, who was with this other one that we've been talking about who uh-huh. uh, was um, telling he was telling me, oh, I'm, I'm his dad. Um, right. Now, it didn't look old enough by a long shot, but I played along with it. Anyway, we bumped into this guy on Tuesday night. Uh, this right, week. and um, it was all dark. And he was, he started off by you know calling us a couple of names and what have you. And I went, oh, you're you're so and so's dad. And he looked at me and he went, oh, it's you. And his whole demeanour <laughs> suddenly changed because I remembered that conversation two weeks ago. And so yeah, so even though we haven't been able to work with the guy that was following us around on the bike and everything, we've we've had conversations that were related to him uh yeah yeah sure, so that's been that's sure. been great it's big it's just amazing Fantastic. how god moves so yes. yes yeah yeah indeed indeed okay i love it so yeah <laughs> what about yourself how are you doing yeah it, it's been interesting um i think i mentioned uh, either last week or the week before that um ronnie our station manager has uh, been off on a well-earned break so uh, I, I've been doing a lot of the stuff in studio in terms of um, uploading all the program files and setting the times and making sure that the right programs are going out at the right time, uh, which has happened for the most part. I will admit that there have been odd occasions <laughs> where that hasn't gone entirely to plan, but um, it, it's uh, it's a steep learning curve uh, and it's one that's going well uh, in that respect. Right. Very interesting. I think the last time we spoke a little about uh, New Sound Christian Radio was uh, a time where we, Ronnie and I, had pre-recorded uh, a breakfast show. Yes, uh, at about four o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. The we we had planned to record remotely uh, from where Ronnie was on holiday um, to to do uh, a show again a pre-record. Um, but I had a message from Ronnie. I think the morning. Yeah, the evening before we were due to record the following morning, uh, Ronnie messaged and said, look, really need to have a break. How do you feel about uh, pre-recording the show as a whole? So I sort of gulped a little bit and thought, <laughs> OK, um, but agreed to do that. Um, so that was quite interesting uh, because knowing the style of the show mm. um, and how very quickly it's come to work well as a two-hander, uh, to suddenly find myself um, doing that and covering that uh, on my own was quite interesting. Uh, but good fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm I'm still at the station, so nobody's <laughs> phoned in and said heretics. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that that was interesting. So uh, yeah, it it's continues to grow. The schedule continues to grow. Um, chatting a little bit to Ronnie in the last couple of days uh, as he's been in touch. Uh, interesting and good to hear that we've got some more folk who are wanting to offer content to the station. So looking forward to sitting down with him when they come back um, next week and, and go through that. Um, and also, I think, uh, again, as I've mentioned before, I think we're, we're going to look to start doing some repeat shows overnight so that overseas listeners have the opportunity to listen at a slightly more sensible time for them. Um, so there's a lot of planning and stuff still to, to do and still to move on with. Um, but it's been a progressive couple of weeks. Um, it's also been a good test uh, to a certain degree for myself to, to know how I would cope under those circumstances. And praise the Lord, he's brought me through that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, the station continues to grow, which is fantastic. So uh, opportunities arising on social media to be able to share the station a little bit more as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a good couple of weeks. Uh, That's great. We, we look forward to that continuing to happen. Oh, we do indeed. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love listening <laughs> to it. Well, bless your heart. Thank you. I, I, I must admit, and I've spoken to Ronnie briefly when I saw him earlier today, that, uh, that there's a couple of bits that I want to do uh, in terms of uh, advertising. And one of those things is to make the most in a sort of social media advertising campaign of the things that you came to me several weeks ago and said that you appreciated, which was no commercials and no news breaks. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to work out how I can make something of that to become a bit of an advertising campaign for, for New Sound Christian Radio. So, um, but we'll see how we go. And, and the other thing I, I was saying to Ronnie earlier on that we've got um, four of our shows that go out in series across weekdays. Right. Uh, so we have the Monday morning devotions at seven o'clock. We have Monday lunchtime devotionals at one o'clock. Uh, we have uh, Walking Through the Bible, which goes out early afternoons on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Mm -hmm. And we've got a David Pawson series of sermons called Unlocking the Bible, uh, which we're working our way through in series again on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So looking at possible ways to advertise a set series of shows. Um, because they go out at the same time every day when they go out so it makes sense just to say you know are you an early riser would you like a devotional to listen to in the morning tune into new sound christian radio 4 and then the devotions run monday to friday at the same time so looking at possible different ways and fresh ways of being able to promote the station uh, on social media um, so uh, and there are various ways that we can do that so looking forward to putting that together when ron is back next week as well so yeah exciting times Exciting right. times. It is, yeah, definitely. Now, I think it was a couple of weeks ago we, we mooted the idea of um, having looked at our go-to scriptures, which, by the way, seems to have become quite a popular uh, show. People do seem to have tuned into that, and uh, uh, the odd little bit of feedback that we've had has been fairly positive for that, so um, that was that's great. But we, we decided then to have a look at our... I'm not sure how to describe it. I think I put um, on the publicity picture, I think I put it down as favourite worship songs. I'm not quite sure whether that's accurate or whether it's go-to or quite how we describe it. But um, we've each taken three worship songs, which uh, we like for a particular reason. Uh, and in the same way that we did uh, with our go-to scriptures, we're going to bat these backwards and forwards yep. um, and uh, and share what they are and why they mean something to us particularly. And Bramwell, your first song oh, yeah. uh, has a traditional title, <laughs> um, but a modern twist to oh, it. Oh, I like modern twists. <laughs> <laughs> I love the twist, but I'm too old. <laughs> Oh, we're there already. We, we are there already, yeah. Through. Well, one of us was going to raise it, weren't we? One, one of us was going to raise my age at some point this week. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, my hip's doing all right at the moment, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you can do the modern twist to your first song. I can do song. the modern twist, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, my first song is Amazing Grace. And uh, as probably many of our listeners will know, uh, the story around Amazing Grace, written by John Newton in 1772, um, and the fact that uh, yeah, he was working on board uh, slave ships, um, yeah, and uh, he was a member of the Royal Navy uh, with that. So, yeah, that's um, you know, I'm, I say I'm sure listeners will know that, but um, for for me, the the more modern version, which uses the traditional tune. Um, of Amazing yeah. Grace, but Chris Tomlin then wrote a chorus to it. And the chorus of, which is, my chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my saviour has ransomed me. And like a flood, his mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. And yeah, yeah I, I, I joked earlier about, I like modern twists on, on things. Um, I do feel that there are some traditional hymns that have had modern twists on them that just don't work i'm not going to name any but um yeah for me they but this one really does um i feel because the whole song of just god's grace and it is through that grace that you know, we can we we are saved it's through that grace that yeah. we lose yeah. the the bondages that we can be uh, we can find ourselves in um, yeah. And and the reason why this song really means so much to me is because, and I think I've shared before uh, a few weeks ago about a time when uh, I was sat in a holding cell, um, and I was I was just I just found myself worshiping, um, and this was one of the songs that I found myself singing, and particularly the chorus of "My Chains Are Gone," because. Oh, yeah, obviously I wasn't in in chains as you know physical chains within the holding sure. cell, but I yeah. was in in a cell, 
Um, it was not a, a pleasant place to be. It was it was very cold. Um, it was yeah. You know, there was literally just a blue. All I can describe it as a blue gym mat. Yeah. You know, uh, that was your bed right. and your uh, sort of silver toilet um, in the corner, and you had food passed through the hatch. Right. Which was, yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't great. I wouldn't want to eat it much more than what I did. Right. And just for our listeners, I wasn't there. I was there 24 hours, I think. Okay. But, um, yeah. yeah, so, and and also for our listeners, it didn't go any further than that. So, uh, yeah, so just want to clarify <laughs> that before we get messages of all sorts of things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it was to be able to sing this song. Of, uh, particularly as a just reminder of the fact that God's grace and and the grace that yeah. he gives us that he does just break us when we offer yeah. our life when we come to him and just worship him he his love is there his his grace is there that is why Jesus came um, to, to offer us that that grace and that mercy we can be freed and yeah. you know, we can be freed of, of addictions that we find ourselves in, but we're also, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be, as I say, as extreme as that. You know, we, we're all sinners. We all fall short yeah. of, of God. And yet he offers us that grace that just breaks through whatever is holding us back um, from, from receiving it. And yeah i mean and in that you know for me within within that moment um god really did move and and move through that and open the eyes of those that were thinking that i was uh guilty of these allegations and things and and god say really did move and and i believe wholeheartedly that you know it was to to do with the fact that uh, he his grace um and and i was worshiping and and just comes back to yeah, the story of Paul and Silas in the prison. Um, yes. You know, the prison gates didn't virtually didn't open um, in the way they did for Paul and Silas, but they did open. Sure. And uh, you know, it was just it was just awesome. Um, so yeah, so that that song really it really means a lot to me. But particularly, and it was yeah. also when I was I had the privilege um, without name dropping of being baptized. <laughs> by the Archbishop of Canterbury at Moulton yep. Abbey. Uh, and it was outside. It was, yeah, I mean, that was an amazing experience. And it's, I mean, it's, the baptism was, it wasn't anything to do with the fact that he was doing um, the baptisms or anything. It just happened that that was, you know, who was going to do these baptisms yeah. in Wiltshire at the time when I was there. But uh, it, this was a song that was also played then. And it just, this was after that occasion yeah and it just you know it was just so fitting um it was fitting for the baptism but for me personally it was extremely fitting and so yeah so it it holds a real place in my heart yeah yeah absolutely so yeah so that's my many a good reason yes fantastic Um, yeah 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 i'm guessing like most of these that the uh the, the songs that we choose will be uh, potentially tied to a particular memory mm. uh, for us and certainly my first one uh, takes me back um, to uh, around about uh, 1994 Anne and I had been we dated got engaged and married uh, in the early 1990s living at a Christian conference center in North Kent for those who remember it was Herne Bay Court and I'd felt the Lord's call uh, to train at Bible College for youth ministry. Little did I realise what the practical implications of that were going to be uh, when that call returned. Now, I say returned because initially when I'd gone to Herne Bay Court, I'd left home and gone to Herne Bay Court. I'd planned to go there for a year to save the money that I was paid and then go on to college uh, thereafter. Uh, but the Lord had other plans and brought Anne into my life and I finished up being there for four years. And what then happened was a a realization, having gone through uh, the interview processes uh, and been accepted for a place at college, the reality of what we were doing dawned on me quite heavily. Where we were, we had 
uh, a two-bedroomed, no, three-bedroom, rent-free flat with kitchen and bathroom, separate toilet, really nice flat. We were earning a disposable income. We had no bills other than uh, our landline, um, no mobiles in those days, of course. We had good food. We ate the same as the guests set. Um, so we were fed, we were watered, we were housed. Uh, we had disposable income. Um, and all of a sudden, we were jumping off the edge of this cliff to somewhere that was going to cost us several thousand pounds a year uh, in college fees alone, let alone how on earth we were going to uh, find uh, rent for accommodation and food and bills and so on and so forth. Um, and yeah, there, there was a point where that reality hit very, very hard for me. And our pastor's wife gave me this song and it came to mean, and it still does today in similar situations, uh, a huge amount. The song is Because He Lives I Can Face Tomorrow. The, the opening line is God sent his son, they called him Jesus. Uh, but the chorus, uh, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives. And those words changed my perspective. And I realized that I'd been looking in the wrong place, if you like. Um, and because I'd been looking in the wrong place, that was where the fears and the doubts and the worries and the concerns had come from. But the latter two lines particularly uh, of that chorus, because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living. Why? Just because he lives. And as a Christian, when you refocus your thinking, shall we say, on the fact that life is worth living just because Jesus lives, then it changes the way you think. Yeah. It changes your heart. Um, and that song, as I say, at, at that time, it came to mean a huge amount to me. Um, I've quoted it uh, rather than singing it for two reasons. Uh, one is I can't sing for toffee. Um, so there's no <laughs> way I want our listeners to, to hear me even trying to sing it. Um, but the other is that in 25 years or so, um, since that song specifically was given to me, I have never yet got through the chorus without breaking down and not getting to the last line it just it reduces me to tears every time predominantly because there is a recognition every time i sing it that i need to retrain my mind again or i need to allow the lord to retrain my mind again to to focus back on what's important that life is worth living why just because jesus lives just because he's alive um and so yeah it, it's uh, so I've, I've never gotten to the end of that song without tearing up because of the the memories that it holds but also because of the reminder uh, that we need to keep our minds first and foremost focused on him um, we need to recognize that he holds the future and um, we need to recognize that life is worth the living simply because he lives um, so yeah it's a song that i've carried with me uh, for for many years um, and uh, will continue to carry with me as a reminder mm. uh, that when we're about to step over the edge when the lord calls we need to go but when we step over the edge it's him that's got the future i've just got a picture of you as a lemon not a lemon a lemon <laughs> <laughs> lemming i was gonna say i've been called many things in my time <laughs> but never but never a small round fruit with a thick yellow skin <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah thanks brother <laughs> yeah or to be more exact, a small yellow fruit with a wrinkly yellow was... skin. <laughs> no, you've definitely not got wrinkly skin. Thank you. <laughs> the, the camera hides a multitude of sins at my end, and I've turned one of the lights out. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the crow's feet That's, that are uh... <laughs> staggering out of my eyes. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yes, I've got a picture of you as a lemming on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> Walking over the edge of a cliff. I wonder if yeah. that's a prophetic word for the season you're in. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that. Yeah, thanks, brother. <laughs> uh, it dawned on me, actually, and you've, you've mentioned Herb Bay Court. Um, it yeah. dawned on me the other week that, uh, and I, oh, I'm, I'm trying not to put an age thing on this, but <laughs> you was at Herm Bay Court uh, when I was a teenager and would have been driving, I wouldn't have been driving, but my parents would have been driving past to go to my uncle who lived in Herm Bay. Oh, wow. Yeah, 90 to 94, yeah. we, were, we were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it just dawned on me that even though we didn't meet for years <laughs> later, 
and we ended up making no. Wales. Um, but, you know, in theory, we were literally... We, we passed within a few <laughs> yards of each other. <laughs> yeah, metres and yards, that shows an age as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it just? Doesn't it just? I had a conversation with um, one of the ladies who is um, our prayer coordinator for the radio station here. Um, and uh, she's come across from the States and uh, we were outside uh, having some fellowship around the fire uh, a few days ago and she was in the kitchen which overlooks the backyard uh, and she was in the kitchen cooking some cake and at one point she knocked on the window and she said um, have you are you any good with measurements <laughs> and she held this measuring jug up and I said well it depends I said feet and inches and meters and centimeters yes but if you're going to ask me about fluid ounces i haven't got a clue she said no she said over in the states a lot of our recipes are done by cups of this and cups of that she said i'm looking on this jug and i yes. can't see anywhere that it says a cup of this and a cup of that um so bless her she took her best guess and i have to say we had one of the best lemon drizzle cakes i've eaten for a very long time so all <laughs> the lemons come really back well. <laughs> yes Mate, before this Moving podcast on, descends yes. completely, yeah. Five seconds long. <laughs> tell, us, tell us your next song, mate. Again, it's like the scriptures now. I mean, I don't know about you, but when when I was thinking about what songs are to, to add into this, it was like, oh my goodness. And being a worship leader made it 10 times worse, um, if yes. I'm honest. Because yeah. it was really, really hard um, to, to sort of nail it down to three. Um, so, but uh, the, the next one I've got is a Matt Redman song. And the reason I chose this one was because someone said to me when I, pl I played it once, uh, not long after it had come out, and I, I played yeah. it in church and um, someone had said to me, oh, did you write that? And I thought, well, I wish I had. Um, but <laughs> they said, oh, it sounds just like your, your testimony. I was like, right. Oh, I've never really seen it like that. Um, and the, the the worship song is even though i walk and and that's really the reason why i chose it apart from the fact that someone thought i was writing it um, which is far from the case um it, it, the what it's built on you know it's, it's built on a number of, of, of passages a number of scriptures and um but it it does almost give in a way the testimony of what god has done in my life um yeah. and particularly um, you know, sort of the back end of, of everything that I was going through. Um, yeah, it starts off with, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. You know, the fact, again, comes back really to the, the first song. Um, God is always there and he has got a perfect love. He never lets us go. He never lets us down. He is faithful right up until the end. And his love does cast out that fear. Even when I was fearful in everything that was coming against me, God was there and was showing his love. And then yeah, the next the next few lines, and even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life, I won't turn back. I know you are near. Keeping that focus uh, on Jesus, keeping fixed, you know, our eyes fixed on him. And, and yeah, it just goes on and on into the chorus. You, know, you never let go through the calm and through the storm. You never let go in every high and every low. You never let go. Lord, you never let go of me. It's so true. He never lets go. You know, I, I, uh, I was once told that God is like a dog with a bone. Um, and I thought, well, <laughs> I like there's that. something in that because you know, he doesn't push himself on us um at all he he's very gentle and he, the holy spirit can be very gentle um when it when when the holy spirit meets with us but he doesn't let us go he keeps hold of us um and 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 i think you know again the, the amazing part of this song for me is where it gets into the bridge and it says i, I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on, a glorious light beyond all compare, and there will be an end to these troubles. And until that day comes, we'll live to know you here on the earth. God brings that light. Jesus came to, to bring that light um, and to bring that light into a darkened world and to bring that light into us. And he just holds on. He never lets go. Um, and 
yeah, it's. I just find it a very moving worship song. So it's so scripturally based. Obviously, you know, Psalm 23 is is the big one that uh, we can sort of pick up um, with that. Uh, yeah, with with that passage of as it starts, even though I walk uh, through the valley of death. So yeah, it's. Um, but Romans 8:31 is the the one for me that really does hit me. It says, um, "So, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us?" And it's so true. You know, God is is for us. And yeah, as it as, as as it was written, as Paul wrote, if God is for us, who can be against us? And we just need to hold on to that. There's many, many worship songs that have got that 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 sort of phrase in there as well. Sure. But it's so true. Again, if it will not let us go. And there's a free gift there, there's a free gift of Jesus, and our role is to receive it and to receive it with open arms. And that's the test. That's the difficult bit. Um, and it can be so frustrating as, as sometimes as we speak to people about Jesus who don't know Jesus and don't understand how to take that, uh, that gift and how to receive that gift. But that's, that's the job, particularly in, in the role that I'm in now, that's the journey of you plant the seeds and the Holy Spirit will do the rest um, and will reveal that. And faith is a gift. You know, Paul is very clear about that, that faith is a gift. Uh, which throws up all sorts of questions and we're not going to go down that route but uh yeah yeah so yeah that's my my seconds um and uh so what about yours mate yeah um my second song is also a slightly more modern one um and it comes out of memories of uh happier times from uh, a previous job that i was involved in uh, at a christian conference center Uh, just outside Torquay. Uh, My wife and I were there for five years. And partway through that time, we had uh, a South African couple come and join us uh, at the centre, Jonathan and Alison. And it was actually Jonathan uh, who taught us this song. I'd never heard it before. Um, Jonathan, very talented singer and worship leader. Um, Alison, his wife, superb pianist. Uh, and they teamed up well and they led the volunteers and the staff in worship on a regular basis. Uh, but they kind of became house parents to the volunteers. Uh, that, that was their role. Um, and worship leading obviously was a part of that. The song is commonly referred to as Oh Praise the Name, but the opening line says, I cast my mind to Calvary, where Jesus bled and died for me. I see his wounds, his hands, his feet, my saviour on that cursed tree. And it's a a modern day there is a green hill far away in many respects i remember as a very young child uh, my parents taking me to go and see the family who uh, the the father the the dad there was uh, used to be the pastor at the church uh, that i finished up growing up in Um, and they lived down in south end uh, we lived in Luton um, and uh, Bill Whitfield and his family had uh, left Stopsley and moved down to South End. And we'd gone down to spend uh, a week with them and it was Easter week. And on the television at that time was something which the BBC rolled out most Easters back in those days, which was, uh, and they'd cut it into four parts, um, Jesus of Nazareth. Now, since that broadcast, there have been numerous films, the Jesus film, the Gospel of Luke and various others, which have just kind of gone through the whole thing in one uh, in one go. Um, Jesus of Nazareth was uh, a four part epic telling of the life story of Jesus, um, which was always understandably broadcast so that the crucifixion story was broadcast around Easter weekend. And for its time, um, and I would have been probably about six maybe seven at the time um so we're talking mid 1970s for its time the crucifixion scenes in jesus of nazareth were quite hard hitting these days when you have films like the passion uh, which uh, spare no uh, blushes at all when it comes to how they depict uh, and arguably rightly but that again is a story for uh, another podcast but certainly at the time those scenes from jesus of nazareth depicting the crucifixion were horrific to my five, six-year-old mind. And I can see myself now running, screaming 
from the lounge to my bedroom with just this picture in my mind of the nails being driven through Jesus' wrists. And from memory, they didn't actually show it. I think they go as far as to see the nails being placed on the wrist, the hammer being raised, and then as the hammer comes down, they cut away and you hear the sound of the hammer hitting the nail, but you don't actually see it being driven through. But that was enough for me. And I I ran screaming from the room and and just remember dad having to come upstairs uh, behind me and sort of calm me down. But it's a picture that has stayed with me. And obviously, as I've come to faith, came to mean so much more than just a bad memory. Why do I share that? I share that because that's one of the long-term memories that comes to mind when I hear and sing this song. I cast my mind to Calvary where Jesus bled and died for me. It it brings back that memory. The crucifixion was incredibly real. You know, you you can't odds that. Um, And, you know, as I alluded to a few moments ago, uh, numerous other films in more recent years have portrayed the crucifixion a lot more graphically than Jesus of Nazareth was allowed to do. But the crucifixion was real. What Christ went through for us was incredibly real. Um, It was one of the worst kinds of death ever devised but it underlines the fact that because jesus went to the cross willingly that we are set free Um, and that's something i'll perhaps touch on when i talk about uh, my my third choice um, a little later on in the show and the song goes through from calvary to christ's body being put in the tomb and the tomb being sealed Um, to the resurrection on the third day Um, and in fact it goes beyond that to talking about the return of Christ Um, and the encouragement is that as certain as the resurrection was the return of Christ is just as certain so there's memories there that said you know what the Lord Jesus went through this for me and he went through this for you and he went through this for our listeners Uh, that's a given that's historical fact it can't be odds but soon to be historical fact And I use that phrase carefully because I'm aware that a lot of people are trying to pin times on it, especially in the current situation. There is going to be a time when Christ returns, you know, and this song is a a terrific reminder not only of what Jesus did in the past, but of the ultimate victory that is to come in the future. And it's also a reminder, I love the chorus, oh, praise the name of the Lord our God, oh, praise his name forevermore, for endless days we will sing your praise. Oh Lord, oh Lord, our God. And, you know, I I remember my youth minister, I think I touched on this a couple of weeks ago, I remember my youth minister many, many years ago reminding us as young Christians in the church then um, that eternal life starts at the point when you accept Christ as saviour. You know, it doesn't start when you get promotion to glory. If you're a Christian and listening to this, you're living eternal life now. Yes, we change realities from living on the planet to being in heaven, but actually we're living that eternal life now. It starts now. And for endless days, we can sing his praise and we can start doing that now. So yeah, it's a a song that carries great memories of um, two good friends and some good times uh, down in Torquay, but also it's a a stonewall reminder of historical fact of what Jesus did for us, uh, but also a reminder that he's coming back and that our futures are guaranteed too. So uh, yeah, it's a a song that means a, a great deal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, it was really hard to, to pick. Um, yeah, and I'm going to be I'm going to be my naughty boy again because I'm always a naughty boy, um, <laughs> as, as as my wife would say. Um, <laughs> God bless her. I love her so much. Um, so we're going to talk to uh, her soon, aren't we? No, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned my wife, and now I've been thrown off track. That's crazy, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I could have, yeah, as I say, there was a number of songs, and, and one song that, uh, it, um, by Mercy Me, called I Can Only Imagine, um, I always drop into, um, whenever I do any solo gigs uh, in pubs, I always drop it into a into a pub gig, because it just, it's one of them subtle songs Um and if anyone's seen the the, the movie of that uh, that that song, um, yeah, it, every time I cannot watch it without coming to tears. But anyway, that's not my song. I just wanted to add that one in there. Um, <laughs> just just so, snuck uh, an extra one in there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you can edit that out later. <laughs> no, that's no fun. Um, so the <laughs> and it's more work for me. You know, do you know what? Someone said to me that they enjoy listening to us. I don't know whether any other listeners enjoy this bit, but <laughs> someone said to me they enjoy listening to us just talk um, <laughs> and just be real with each other. So uh, yeah, you know, to that's... that listener, I won't mention their name. Oh, that's why I leave There's it in because that's yeah, it's it's real, it's real, guys. We are recording this real. live. The only yes. bits, predominantly, the only bits that I edit out are if we talk over one another, um, which doesn't happen that often, does it? Um, of course not. No, no, no. We wouldn't dream of it. Um, and the occasional um and yes while the other one's talking. Other than that, it's as real as it can get. So and that's I wonder when like I listen it. back. Anyway, yeah, I've, I've talked over <laughs> you now, so that'll be edited out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, so I think anyway, we should I'll jump out of this rabbit hole and back to where we're going. I'll go back to my third song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my my third song is it's a bit like the first one um, in one way. So there's a traditional version of it, um, and then there's a, a slightly more modern version again um, of it, which is Crowning with Many Crowns. And... The reason, I mean, the reason for this one is is the tune, if I'm honest, and the uh, particularly an arrangement of it, um, and a Salvation Army arrangement of of the the hymn "Crowning with Many Crowns." Um, the the original, I say the original hymn tune uh, of, uh, and I always wonder how to pronounce this. So, Diademata. Um, yeah, the, I haven't got it in front of me, so I'm not going to correct you. <laughs> That's all right then. <laughs> <laughs> and even if I had, I'm not sure I would correct you anyway because I don't think I'd know any more than you did. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that original tune, um, it, the Salvation Army have got an arrangement of it, and it's gone completely out of my head as to who actually arranged it. And I know my father would be screaming if he was listening <laughs> right now um, of who who actually arranged it. Um, so I'm just having a quick look. Uh, forgive me, you're going to edit this bit out. Um, no, that's fine. So, oh, no. Uh, this the, is the all composer. live. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, so the composer of, of the original hymn tune um, was a guy called uh, George Job Elby. And the, 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 the arrangement is just so powerful. Um, when you hear a Salvation Army band, I explained a few weeks ago about my sort of Salvationist links. Um, when you hear a Salvation Army band play this uh, arrangement, it's just, to me there is just something in it. There's something in brass band music anyway, um, and I, I hold that very dearly to my heart. That uh, you know, I just love music, but brass band music. I've never been a brass player. Um, I say never. I did try learning the trumpet once, <laughs> and uh, didn't succeed very well. So. It, it's just, yeah, there's just something about this tune, uh, which is absolutely awesome. Um, and my father made, he, he took Salvation Ari arrangement and literally trans, transferred it over to organ. Um, he's a church organist. And he, it, it, whenever he plays it, it's, it's one piece that just gets me. It's because of that arrangement um, and it gets me. And then... Yeah, and, and then the words in itself, and it, it, that's just thinking how it builds on what you were talking about in your in your second song. Um, you know, crowning with many crowns, the Lamb upon His throne. Yeah, that is where Jesus is. He is upon the throne, um, and and we are to worship Him. It talks about hail Him as Thy matchless King through all eternity. We've just been talking about um, eternal life. The second verse talks about crown him Lord of life who triumph over the grave. You know, there's the victory um, and rose victorious in the strife for those he came to save. That's what he did. He came to save us. Um, it's, it's just a really, the, the words are awesome. The, the tune is awesome. And then Chris Tomlin again went and did a, a, a version of this used in that exact tune, but adding in a chorus part that says, Majesty, Lord of all, let every throne before him fall. The King of Kings, O Commodore, our God who reigns forevermore. Um, and then there's a second chorus to it as well that talks about let every um, throne before him fall. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Oh, hail, Redeemer, hail. 
for he has died for me. His praise and glory shall not fail throughout eternity. The words just grab me. And because of the the, the, the pull with the tune, um, you know, I think that Chris Tomlin did an amazing job um, in just reinforcing the power behind uh, this traditional um, this traditional hymn. So yeah, so that's why it really it, it's the hymn tune that that grabs me every time. You know, it can be just played as a, as an instrumental, and it just gets me every time. And when particularly when I hear that Salvation Army arrangement, it really does resonate with with my heart. Um, and I say then. Chris Tomlin took, added this extra bit, which is just, I just think it's beautiful. And, and then you add the lyrics to that. And it's just, again, that, that whole thing of what Jesus has done for us, but where Jesus is now, that he is on that throne and we are to worship him. You know, there are you know, talks in Revelations about the fact that it, the, the whole heavenly host is worshiping him. And, and we are, when we enter into worship, we enter into worship with that heavenly host that are praising him and, and worshiping him and bowing down before him. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my third one. Um, it just grips me. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting that you, um, not only did you sneak a, uh, a fourth one in, um, <laughs> but you then mentioned particularly one of your likes for this one was the tune. So I've been racking my brains as I've been listening for, is there one that stands out for me musically? Um, and uh, what springs to mind um, in terms of one that really does stand out for me musically um, is Onward Christian Soldiers. And one of the reasons that it does is because it evokes memories of my doing uh, church parades with the Boys Brigade. And it was one of the pieces that the uh, battalion band would play while we were marching, um, while we were marching around uh, the village that I grew up in. Um, and uh, on the one occasion, I think it was only one, uh, where I was privileged to uh, carry the company colour uh, as we were marching around the village that day. Uh, that was the song that they played on with Christian soldiers. And yeah, just an incredible sense of, yes, pride. Um, I was there representing the company, representing the company colour, uh, but also representing my Lord to the people of that village who watched us march past, listening to the band playing Onward Christian Soldiers. And uh, again, it's a it's, it's a standout tune. Um, and uh, it is, uh, the, the words are incredible, yes, but the tune is standout. People will recognize that um, and uh, evokes some great memories. Um, in fairness, I have to say my own third song also has uh, a tune which will carry the, the singers, the congregation. And I've sung this song uh, in small churches uh, numerically speaking and i've sung it in vast churches and there's very little difference in generally speaking in the way that the congregation respond to this uh, the tune for this particular song because it really is uplifting as a tune listeners may remember that uh, a couple of weeks ago when bramwell and i were talking about our dinner guests uh, i had the writer of this particular song to, to be one of my dinner guests and so uh, it was a no-brainer really to have this song as my third song for this week and the song is and can it be and it's an incredible story of a man's journey of faith from a point where they struggle to understand how on earth the god who created the universe can take anything more than a passing interest in them as a person through to recognizing their sin, through recognizing that by grace God has dealt with their sin, and that then as a result, they can boldly approach the throne of grace. So the words are absolutely incredible. The music is amazing. And it is one that I've sung so many times now that uh, actually, yeah, I, I don't need the words for this. You know, if, I, if, if uh, a worship leader says, that's what we're going to sing, I can straight away either put my book down or close my eyes, take my eyes off the screen or whatever, um, because I know the words to this well enough to be able to sing uh, with my eyes closed and my heart focused on what we're singing right the way through. And I think, I mean, 
there's any number of standout lines in and can it be but if i was asked to pick just one it would be that very final line and bold i approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through christ my own why because it reminds me again of my guaranteed future Um, you know we've said before being a christian doesn't make us perfect you know when i came to faith and shared my faith with my school friends uh, over the years the first thing that i often had thrown at me was oh i suppose you think you're perfect and the answer is no i'm not perfect but i am forgiven and i do have a guaranteed future um yes which sounds flippant but actually put in the context of my faith put in the context of our faith is absolutely true we're not perfect but we are forgiven and we have got a guaranteed future it comes back a little bit to what we were saying earlier on that you know eternal life starts from the point that we accept christ as savior and we're living part of that guaranteed future right now you know but but when our earthly bodies die and, and i know we have a running joke that says that my body's going to die before yours um, i've never said that bit. We... <laughs> no, you start putting no, words is... in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> No, this is true. And in fairness, it wasn't you that mentioned the crow's feet sticking out of my eyes either. Um, but you know, the, the reality is that we will trade realities one day um, from the, you know, the bodies that we use to inhabit the earth to whatever it is that we inhabit when we get to glory. But we continue to praise. We continue to worship. You know, we can claim that crown. Um, why? We claim it through Christ our own. You know, and uh, yeah, so um, again, it's a song that uh, I, I struggle periodically to get through without crying. Not quite the same way um, as uh, Because He Lives, but the words are amazingly powerful. And I think most, if not all of us who sing those words can re- uh, relate to Wesley and the story that he was, was going through when he wrote those words. Um, so it's a great song, fantastic music. Um, and the life story for most of us in one way, shape or form, I yes. would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Very good. Wow. Yeah. And I always remember singing that hymn um, when I used to sing in church choirs. Yeah. Uh, the bass line of that. I think you mentioned the uh, Oh, line, yes. Um, yeah. When you mentioned around your dinner desk. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, the, the bass line of that hymn is just, it's something else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very special. for sure, uh, for sure. Yeah, fantastic. So there we have it. We do. We have our three songs each. We do. Um, and, uh, yeah. As always, it's been a a pleasure. It has been a pleasure, and I, I was just thinking, yeah, conversing any, and chatting. Yeah, yeah, go on. What was it the other week when we were talking about dinner guests, and we invited yep. the listeners to send in their dinner guests? Did you get any? I haven't. No. Oh. No, and oh, I did. I did put it out on the. Um, I did put it out on various posts. Um, so, um, uh, you know, we would love to have your feedback. I have to say, uh, we have had one email um, feeding back. Yay! Um, <laughs> um, so, Mum, if you're listening, bless you. Thank you for emailing the show. You can email us at christiansinoursoup@hotmail.com. Mum, thank you for that. Mum's observations um, were that she's enjoyed listening. Uh, she's enjoyed the show. Um, She's wondered uh, about the timing, the length of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. My response to that is the joy of a podcast is you don't need to listen to the whole thing at once. Yes. Um, And I I listen to a number of podcasts, um, which are uh, anything from sort of half to three quarters of an hour up to three hours. Um, uh, But no, I I don't take three hours to sit down and listen to the three hour one. That usually gets listened to over the course of about two weeks. So... (laughs) Um, you know, there's no compulsion to sit there and listen to the whole thing uh, all in one go. Um, the other thing that, uh, that that Mum raised was what about putting some music on? Uh, now, I think we discussed this uh, a couple of weeks yes. ago. Um, there are certain copyright issues um, relating to putting music into a podcast, which would be tough to overcome uh, for us uh, and probably prohibitively expensive in terms of yes. licensing and stuff like that. Um, however, uh, the beauty of the show going out on New Sound Christian Radio on Fridays at 10 o'clock in the morning is that the radio station does have that license. 
Yes. Um, so um, I'm not going to promise anything, dear listener, um, but there's a possibility that uh, we might have uh, the songs that Bramwell and I have talked about today um, may well be going into the radio broadcast version uh, of the show, uh, assuming A, I can find them, and B, I have time to edit the show twice rather than just once. Uh, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get and to if you, it. And if you're listening to this live on, uh, at 10 o'clock on Friday and you haven't heard the songs, then you know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, if we continue down this rabbit hole, we could completely confuse every listener we've got, couldn't we? <laughs> we could, yes. Yeah. Even but more was... than we confuse ourselves. Oh, well, that doesn't take much. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was also thinking, if there's any listeners out there, particularly today, we've talked about the songs and, uh, you know, please yep. share your songs. But also, if there's anything that you would like us, I'm going to open this up in a can of words. Yeah, absolutely. If there's anything that you would like us to discuss. Um, yep. You know, as we go forward, we're always searching for new ideas and new things that we can discuss. And uh, you know, yeah. I know Russ has, has explained about the, the direction of the of the show, and we're having interviews. And obviously, last week we had Tyler, which was awesome. Um, Fantastic time! Great, yeah. great time there. So, um, you know, we will be having more people on the show for for doing interviews. We've got some lined up in coming weeks. Um, but there are going to be times where it's just going to be Russ and myself. So, yeah, if, if any listeners have got anything that they would uh, like us to, to discuss, then please send it in, email it in, um, and we will yep. put it into the melting pot and lift it up to the Lord and uh, pray about it and see whether, uh, yeah, you know, all suggestions. Yep. I say all suggestions are welcome. That's dangerous, isn't it? Um, <laughs> please email your... Hello. With, with the caveat that you've just given, mate, it's absolutely fine. All suggestions are welcome. We will pry about them. And if we feel it's right, we'll do them. If we exactly. don't, we won't. Yes. <laughs> so, but don't let that stop you from putting an idea in, listener. If you've got an idea, then yeah, just pop it in. Yeah. Uh, email us Christians in our soup sorry I nearly nearly gave the old email address then (laughs) Christians in our soup at hotmail.com Christians in our soup that's all one word at hotmail.com tweet us at CIOS 2020 Um, we're on Facebook with a group and a page just search Christians in our soup Uh, we're on Instagram uh, Christians in our soup again it's all one word Um, get in touch with us if you've got some ideas that you'd like Bramwell and I to discuss on the shows where it is just the two of us as Bramwell's hinted, we've got uh, a couple of guests coming up in the next couple of weeks, yeah. both of whom are very, very special. Oh, they are. Uh, can, can I say? Can I say who next week's is, or do you need to confirm that with headquarters? No, I think I think we're okay. Okay. <laughs> Unless there's a pregnancy I, thing that appears in the next week, but <laughs> <laughs> I say that, dear listener, because we're going to uh, thoroughly enjoy welcoming Bramwell's wife Natasha uh, onto the show next week. So uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to have a chat. With you can come and Natasha dish the dirt on me week. now. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward to that, uh, and then the week after. Um, it's going to be uh, a privilege to welcome Steve Gorkroger uh, onto the podcast. Uh, some of you may know Steve as pastor of Stopsley Baptist Church, Gold Hill Baptist, uh, Spring Harvest Speaker. Um, and uh, he currently has his own ministry uh, that I'm not going to try and pronounce now, just in case I get it wrong. Um, but looking forward to welcoming Steve onto the show in a couple of weeks' time as well. Um, but uh, So that's just a, a little taste of what's coming up. So, uh, But I think unless there's anything to add, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Yeah, no, it's goodbye from me. Amen. No, 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 no not yet, not yet. You can practice <laughs> while I'm doing the last bit. <laughs> As always, listeners, thanks for listening and please do share the show on your own social media feeds uh, with your churches, with your friends, with your families. Um, As I mentioned a moment ago, you can find Christians in Our Soup on Apple Podcasts amongst numerous other platforms. I'm going to start that again because I got that badly wrong, didn't I? And I wouldn't mind, but the unscripted bits we stroll through with consummate ease. The one bit that I'm trying to read at the end of the show, I've made a complete pig zero. Yeah. Oh dear. Dear listeners, let me try that again. Under the bit that says, Russ, it's your turn now, it says this. And that's all for this week. 
As always, thanks for listening. And please do share the show on your own social media feeds with your churches, your friends and your families. You can find Christians in Our Soup on Apple Podcasts, amongst numerous other podcast platforms, of course, where you can subscribe and never miss an episode. And also on Apple Podcasts, if you're able to leave us a review, that would be fantastic because it does just kind of raise the profile of the show uh, a little bit on there. You can find us on social media. Just search Christians in Our Soup. And as we mentioned a moment ago, you can email us at Christians in Our Soup. That's all one word, Christians in Our Soup at hotmail.com. All that, and as we mentioned earlier as well, you can now hear us at 10 a.m. every Friday on New Sound Christian Radio. And again, just search nscr.online. Tune in on the web. You can download the app. You can ask Alexa uh, and you can listen to the show at 10 a.m. every Friday uh, on New Sound Christian Radio. Uh, But until we share the airwaves again, take care of yourselves. God bless you all. It's goodbye from me, Russ. And it's goodbye from me, Bramwell. God bless you, everyone.